2: Please. Can I sleep for a minute,
1: it's for first impression, Rose. Right the J C breaking down all the shows. It's the bastard on ABC with Chris Harrison. You grind in a little sent home. How embarrassing, the most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Welcome back. You are listening to the Bachelor Lifestyle from the Baller Thank you very much for joining us. A little we got waylaid laid. Well laid on the first episode of Matt James' season. So we, we're jumping in here after two episodes to recap and get caught up on everything. And I believe this is the first, and Jay Stu will correct me when I'm if I'm wrong, I believe this is the first Bachelor ever to be consistently referred to by his entire name. Uh, I am joined now, as always, by Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. Has there ever been uh, has there ever been another full name Bachelor? I know I know Byron Velvic is my all time favorite Bachelor, but I think he was just called Byron. No, oh, no, I, I, no, Andrew remember, Firestone.
0: Remember, remember, I, I pointed this out in our, the last episode of The Bachelorette that was four days ago. I um, I pointed out that. And, and now I when I heard that, Matt James, I thought about it even more. I'm now even more convinced. Like I, I said, that there, it was always one of those things where if you went on the air on radio or TV ever, you were just your first name if you were a regular person yep. because they didn't want people to find you. Yep. But now social media has made everybody accessible. In fact, they probably want you to know their last name so you can find them and follow yeah, them. They definitely so like, do. It, there, there's no hesitation to do, uh, to do a last name on these things.
1: But who was the last bachelor?
0: Um,
1: it wasn't Underwood, Colton Underwood, but he was just called Colton. He wasn't referred to as Colton Underwood the whole time. Yeah, uh, there has been a bachelor in between then. Ari lyandike No, he was before.
0: <laughs> well, who was the last bachelorette? Whoever Taysha. she got denied by. Oh no, no, that's right. Claire. The last bachelorette was, um yeah, Claren. she she didn't come from the previous season. Yeah. Tasha didn't come from the previous yeah. season. So who the hell was the last Bachelor? I don't know. <laughs> <They> that, all... <laughs> to me, that's the brilliance of this show because yeah. I think every single other Bachelor podcast out there, and there's probably 180 of them, yep. I guarantee that somebody would have known The Bachelor and The Final Four like within seconds. I don't recall who it was. You no,
1: know, people are listening to us, and they're discouraged disgusted that we can't remember the name of the last bachelor. They're like, "Why who gave these guys a podcast? Who listens to this bullshit? These guys don't even know the history."
0: <laughs> By the way, we should probably reset this fact. We we should reset our brand and that maybe people are listening for the first time here. Um we are the bachelor podcast that does no spoilers. We know nothing about what has happened. Most of the world knows we don't, we take pride in that. And we also take pride in not knowing a whole lot about this thing, even though we've been doing uh, eight years of it or however long we've been doing it. We don't really know much about it. Like Mm -hmm. literally after, after the season, I completely forget about what just happened.
1: Absolutely. I'm the same way. I don't, it's, it's, Mind-numbing to watch. It's horrible. So it's like, why would I retain any of this stuff? Because I hated watching it the first time. Why am I, why am I holding that information? Unless we're talking about uh, either A, Byron Velvick, my all-time favorite Bachelor, or two, of course, Bob Guinea, the <laughs> Bachelor <laughs> record holder for most Conquests during a
0: season. Uh, okay, God bless. God bless Bob, Bob Guinea. By the way, uh, he, he was deal. kind of a ch- he was kind of a chubby dude during the fat first Bachelorette. Um, he got picked the bachelor. Got obviously got a personal trainer and just hit everything yeah. in his path uh, once he became uh, that much more famous. But I, anyway,
1: I actually know the Bob Guinea origin story, and you're a little off. Bob Guinea. <laughs> he was ch- he was the chubby, funny guy on the first Bachelorette mm-hmm. because he had blown out his knee um, like playing hoop or something, p- playing a little pickup hoop in the park uh, and got fat. So he wasn't naturally fat. He'd gotten fat sitting around because he couldn't move. So he's just hanging out. Drinking beer, chilling, and he got fat. So when he showed up as the bachelor, people are like, "Oh, Bob Guinea got skinny." Other way around, he actually got fat for the Bachelorette.
0: Holy shit! Yeah, it's crazy, right? So, so you have you have a Bob Guinea origin story, yep. but you still haven't figured out who last bachelor was. It's still, like, it's let's, let's, let's make sure that's noted. I want to um, know. <laughs> all right, so um, no, no, that's the thing. We can't Google that. Yeah, we no, we want we want some of our ardent listeners that always catches us on stuff. Tell we us. want them to be screaming at yeah. their, um, their iPhone right now. Kayfabe, Fabe, K Fabe um, will oh, yeah. sort
1: us out or, and or um, Drew Vaz.
0: Yeah. Kayfabe. Fabe. She, uh, she keeps this whole thing honest. I, 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 do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, what's his face? Our guy, David Bray. Uh, I like the fact that he, he like, he binges them like five weeks down the road and then has comments about the previous five weeks. That reminds that, me. That's, that's a cool thing to that do. That
1: reminds me. I think we have email that I've been letting sit. Do you want to, do you want to, I'll let you pick the way we go. Do you want to start talking about Matt James? Save some first no, no, names no, for the let's, rest of us.
0: Let's, let's take care of some, uh, let's take care of some business. Let's, uh, let's, do, let's do an email or two.
1: Okay. You know what? I think it might actually be there or might be e- there might be email and voicemail. You know what? I wasn't really prepped. I'd forgotten. That's how into the show I am. Well, let's start talking about Matt James' season, and then we'll all wrap right. up with all the email voicemail.
0: Yeah. So for those that don't know, right? Matt James is the uh, the first Black Bachelor. Um, black Bachelor. Yeah, he's interracial, just like Taisha was. Um, So technically, we haven't had a full black bachelor, um, but he's he's uh, an impressive guy. He's he's very well educated. Um, He has obviously a great moral compass. He's a religious man from North Carolina. That's Right. Um, He's smart and I like him a lot. He He comes off as real
1: likable in the in the first kids. So when he first showed up or, you know, they all show up. And they all went up a big flight of stairs as they arrived and he took in, he took a long look at every single one of their asses as they walked up the stairs after he, (laughs) and there were, and there were a couple very worthy of being checked out. So I don't, I'm not mad at Matt James for that, but then he came in. And he's like, he, you know, he made his grand entrance, you know, and they're all with there with their champagne, and he's like, "Hey, um, guys, before we start, I don't mind. I hope you don't mind, but I'd like to say a little blessing." Jay Stu, the, the, the swooning that happened in that room, the, the amount of whatever was going on in there, n- never has a man been more beloved than in that moment than when he said that prayer they all pretty much lost their breath it was beautiful yes he's a man of faith he's an impressive guy he's very what's he about six seven
0: six five at least yeah and it's it's a subject of jokes you know all these people have like one thing obviously the pilot who i think that was the last bachelor uh, the pilot the oh, pilot yeah, it was had his heat. thing, yeah. obviously. So yeah. they have to always kind of make jokes around right. that. Yeah. And um, Chris Harrison, who I, I theorized last season, must have got a bump in pay, a new title on the show. And with that in his contract, needs to be utilized more, get more FaceTime. There's a rumor. More...
1: There's a rumor he's leaving The Bachelor, by the way.
0: I- interesting. Yeah. OK, so we don't traffic he... in
1: spoilers here
0: a weird i mean uh kind of like a a, a, st- a stunted start was was that uh you know they did they did their their kind of prerequisite thing where they show him they get into his story he's got his shirt off a lot and a lot. he's just got this Quite chiseled body they he's did the jacked. they did the vignettes which is I've, I've noticed kind of the vignettes have been uh fewer and fewer they're they're um their focus groups probably have given them feedback of let's skip the vignettes and get to the, the limos. Yeah. Um, but you know, you had, you, you always kind of are giving a, a look see into who will probably last a few episodes. It's always the first um, There's ones. a professional ballerina. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's a professional ballerina. There's a deaf contestant, deaf uh, born deaf, but now she, but now she has the, um, what do you call it? Um, the, the hearing device, so she's able to hear. And I think she's had that for a while yeah. now. So mm-hmm. good uh, for you can't her. really Necessarily know if yes. she's deaf or not. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie is an Ethiopian pharmacist who got to the States nine years ago. And that's very important because when she walked up to him out of the limo said, I came from Ethiopia for you.
2: Right, which would have been ago.
0: really weird that nine years yeah. ago she knew that a guy, Matt James, was going to be on The Bachelor. And um, so
1: when she she came from Ethiopia nine years ago, so she arrived, went from Ethiopia when she was 43 years old.
0: <laughs> yeah, she seems a little bit older than, the, than you the know, rest. they don't keep. Um,
1: this is a lot like um, this is a lot like. Who's the third baseman that's going to the Hall of Fame, Adrian Beltré? This is a lot like when the Dodgers signed him when he was 14, but he was claiming he was 16, or it's usually the other way around where they where they come, where they, these guys come from San Pedro de Macorís because they cuz they can pick it a little bit and they they use their cousins they use their cousins' birth certificate so they can seem a little bit younger. They don't keep a lot of good records in these third world countries, so I'm, I'm doing that. I'm doing that thinking emoji where I'm, I'm scratching my beard a little bit when I look at the Ethiopian chick who's been here for nine years and she came for for Matt James because I think she's claiming to be like in her early thirties and I'm just um, I'm having some trouble with that. That's all.
0: Oh, by the way, we haven't hit on this yet. The what's so special about Hero Bread soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas. that the bachelor chose to shoot in it's, is uh, this uh, what is it Nemacolin? It's in Nemecolin? Pennsylvania. Hard Pass, Farmington, PA. Yeah. yeah, it's like a. I guess we just got done with the La Quinta, and they couldn't do it there again. So now it's it's. I guess the good thing about the the Farmington, PA thing is that there's like wilderness, and there's things no. to do outside. Oh, yeah, he almost, um, he
1: almost murdered a chick on an ATV.
0: <laughs> yeah, he spazzed out and yeah. almost murdered her. But, yeah. um, but I will say um, in each of those vignettes that we were just talking about, um, every single one of them had the woman either dancing or jumping on their bed in the resort. Wow. You could just tell that that the obviously quarantine or whatever they're doing and they just have little or nothing to do. I and think, they're just jumping and dancing on beds.
1: Did they show him? Am I getting? See, the problem is, is these shows run together. Did they show him like dive into his bed or something? Or am I thinking of of uh, Tasha's season? I remember seeing people like splashing into their bed, like they like they had just gotten out of prison.
0: <laughs> like um, I don't. Maybe he probably it's a did. Bed. It. They always make a big deal out of the bed. Yeah. Um, But, you know, the vignette, one of the vignettes um, and it it kind of it's it's not great for her. Like this Sarah from San Diego. She's a broadcast journalist, I think out in Palm Springs. Her dad's got ALS, like a real heart wrenching story. It's sad. It's 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 really kind of inspirational that she quit her life to, to, to take care of and stuff. Totally. It has no place. It has no place on this show. Like this, this show is far too uh, dirty and negative and all this shit for like a real like life, like, you know, saint to be in it. So we'll see what happens with her.
1: Um, yeah, it's, it is kind of weird. And also she, they're like, Oh, she quit her job. In Palm Springs, well, that's like market like three hundred and something. It's
0: not <laughs> I, I love how you just dismiss a a job in broadcasting, a small job in broadcasting. Yeah. Um, even though you, you've been trying and you've never gotten a job in broadcast. I mean, I hate, I hate, I hate to hit under the (laughs) belt here, Brian, but you can't, you can't dismiss. She had an on air job anchoring and reporting that in a market close to us. And that's
1: that's nothing to sneeze at. I could never get that kind of, I could never get that job. Have you seen me? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, the people that, the people that are on air are beautiful almost exclusively and she is not she is no shakes either what i'm saying though is that it's it's very noble that she's taking care of her dad and it's awful i feel so sorry for her and her family
2: and uh, by the way, but,
1: but that's a gettable uh, job like it's not it's not like she's walking away from kcbs in los angeles or even so, yeah. something in san antonio or phoenix
0: well uh We'll just agree to disagree. I'm someone who is very familiar with what it takes to get to that point, and yeah. But I will say this: um, an Sarah, internship. Yeah, Sarah. She's she's good looking, but if and right. I kept thinking she looked like a past contestant, and then it got it hit me like she's a younger, prettier version of the daughter in Shit's Creek. Oh yeah, well, the daughter in Shit's Creek is very pretty. No, she's hot. Yeah. Um but I just couldn't place it, but she yeah. in her mannerisms and the way yeah. she looks, she looks like that chick if you uh if you don't care to watch the show and yeah. you're just tr- trying to picture something. She um, um I think well, I think
1: Sarah's very cute. She's 24. It is kind of weird though where she she's like just meets this guy. And he does the thing and I don't know, this has probably never happened on the bachelor before. He does the thing where he's like I like Sarah, but I feel like she's holding back. And uh, if, um, she, we, if she doesn't open up to me, we're going to have some problems. Dude, she's, it's a first date. You don't have to tell somebody about your father's debilitating death sentence on the first date.
0: And if you think about it, if you think about it, like him saying that is the prodding of the producer. Of course. The producer says um, there was an exchange that was kind of awkward a a minute ago. Um, You need to you need to say something on camera about there's something there she's holding back because they want him to have a natural, organic response to what she's holding back. Yeah, but they don't want, so they don't want to tell him what it is. And then when he actually got the information that she was holding back, he probably felt like an asshole. Of course, like it, it, so that it's it's a real cruel thing that the producers play with these people. But yeah, and she seems like a a genuine person. I like her a lot. And again, she's probably way too good uh, for this show. So he, we'll see what happens he to her. And then, and then when she just to
1: just to put a button on that, she goes. She's like, look, I got to tell you something. You were asking about my family. You could tell I was holding back. Then she tells a whole story of his ALS diagnosis and how she quit her job in Market 279 to take care of him. All very noble. But then this Matt guy, I I wasn't too sure about him. And I'm still, he didn't, I'm still not sure about him. But he's like, I'm going to pray for your dad thank you for telling me that I'm so sorry to you and your family. You're in my thoughts. My faith gets me through these times. And he says all the right things. Right. And then he goes, he goes, what do you need from me to be the most, to, to help you through this process of like, not, not the, not the, not the dad with ALS, but the, the bachelor, he's like, how can I give to you to make this an easier, enjoyable experience to you when has that ever been said on the bachelor that was there, there were there were undergarments soaking from coast to coast when he did that i mean the guy is very very he seems authentic and he's very very
0: smooth in those moments i thought no in those moments those uh those interpersonal moments yep. um he he really knows what to say and i don't I don't think it's like just him being smooth and him being like a Orlando Calrissian. I think he actually is genuine and he cares about these people. And that's what I like the guy. I like the guy for that. But I will say this uh, to button up Sarah. um, She really put a clock on this, which is unfair to do to him and the show. She says, um, and I hate to laugh. um, He was diagnosed with ALS. We were given three to five years and he has surpassed that. Yeah. And then she's like, so me being away from him and being on the show and I'm thinking, holy shit. Yeah. That's a great way to get like voted off next or yeah. if you are somebody special, he's going to feel guilty every single time at mm-hmm. every turn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that that was a, that was a tough one. Like yeah. we're literally keeping her from maybe seeing her father's last words. That's really kind of a that that's deep. It is. It um, is
1: kind of tough and Look, because the way that date went, I mean, they did some hot tubbing afterwards. It was very amorous. They showed they showed his long fingers lightly massaging <laughs> her thigh while right. they made out. He's super jacked. It was a very. They obviously had a connection, but don't be surprised. This wouldn't be the first time we've seen it. And I don't obviously we don't traffic in spoilers here. This thing's already decided, so we don't know what happened. Right. But it's it's wouldn't be the first time down the road somebody with with the potential to win the bachelor or bachelorette leaves the show because of a family situation, family emergency. And it is always kind of weird how they're like, "Oh, that person's gone." Well, there's like there was one a few years ago where a girl had to go to her grandma's funeral. Like yes. she could have come back, like just have her go for a couple <laughs> days, like put a pause on it. Save a rose right. just in case, like have her come back on Tuesday and we can keep the show going, but that's not how the Bachelor World does it.
0: No. Um, but and and by the way, you said they get in a hot in a hot tub. Uh we're two for two. So we've had uh, two one-on-one dates yeah. in in the first two episodes. Both of them have ended in a hot tub. So I like the, yeah, I the like theme, that. The, the theme early is let's get this guy with his shirt off as often as possible. Even if it's kind of a frigid Farmington night, in, in a wooden um, hot tub at some point. Look, so, if, you, um, if there's a
1: hot tub available, you got to make your way to that hot tub. It just it ramps things up. It accelerates whatever feelings you're having. Get to the hot tub, and especially because I get they couldn't do it in Palm Springs. But they've, they've chosen a cold, a cool weather climate. I know this was shot like October, November. It's, they could have gone to Florida, Hawaii. Yes. You know, somewhere with sun, they went to a cold weather place. If people are going to be in states of undress that we're become, we've become accustomed to on The Bachelor, they got to get in a hot tub. That's all there is to it.
0: That's true. Now, um. We just talked about how uh, how smooth he is and and he's has the right things to say when he when he's in these moments. But I will say this. um, He got off to a rough start like the uh, the limit, the limo entrances. um, Either there's one of two things and neither of them make much sense. Either he had nothing to say in those introductions and he was so nervous that he, he admitted he was nervous. He had nothing to say or he got a bad edit. Yeah. And it's not in their best interest to give him a bad edit. No. So the the entrances were a lot of the women speaking and him having an awkward kind of one, two word answers. And then they get, they made him turn around and look at them go up the stairs in a creepy way. Like the way that it was done, he had to look at them, obviously, because he, he did each one of them. And he's just staring at their ass walking up the stairway it. and then making making pretty like loud vocal commentary, which I think they've always done that, but it just seems yeah. to be more obvious nowadays. Like the chick is like five feet from him yeah. and he's saying stuff like, wow, she's really good, easy to look at or something like, um, but it's just weird. Um, in,
1: in Matt James defense, there were quite a few extremely juicy asses going up those stairs. Like it would <laughs> be hard to look away, especially because he's, it's a very steep set of stairs there so it's like all right go on in and as she's walking away her ass is eye height like one right. second later so you get it right
0: so there was like um if if we can talk about the limo entrances for a couple of minutes the um i always say that the limo entrances on the batch they've done what 30 of these things combined and yeah. like it's there's nothing you you there's Nothing you could really do that hasn't been done at least once. And it's really kind of a, a great, uh, look, see at how, um, how people lack imagination. Like they have a lot of time to think about this and they only came up with that. Um, a couple of the ladies just went straight forward and said, nice to meet you. And that's kind of refreshing. And those went over pretty well. Uh, especially this, uh, the hottest contestant on this year's show, Um, her name is Rachel and I kept, I kept trying to place her too. And she has, she's white. And the only thing that works against her and it's not her fault. And I always wonder about this, like when there are cities that have become derogatory terms or like laughable terms or something, you'd think that they would just change the city's oh, name or something. Jason, she, yeah. Sh- yeah, she, she's from Cumming, Georgia. Yeah. She's from Cumming, Georgia. That's not her fault, but, um, that's yeah. just, a, I can't believe that the city actually exists like that. And how much shit do out of town football fans give Cumming yeah. f- football, right? Right. right. Um, <laughs> and, and le- unless,
1: they're playing, uh, ejaculation, Florida.
0: <laughs> exactly right. right. Um that their game against G-Spot um <laughs> uh, Louis, Louisiana yeah. <laughs> in, uh, in 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 2002. Um so the uh the what she does look like to paint a picture is uh that Priyanka Chopra Jonas from Quantico. Um I think she's uh she's Indian. Um, but she kind of looks like that, like really exotic. You, you think uh, Priyanka Chopra might
1: hot. be Indian, huh?
0: I I don't think so. I, I <laughs> oh, know. Right. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're yeah, right. I've, I've looked I've looked in her, yeah. into her past.
1: Um, Rachel, um, yeah, Rachel's good. She's the, she's the odds on favorite. She's very attractive. She's a graphic yeah. designer from coming Georgia.
0: Seems like a normal chick, too. Like, yeah. and, and, and she was she was like visibly emotional after. After the prayer. Yeah, she was. Uh, so if it was a hit with everybody in the room, it was specifically with her. And I, I get it. I'm sure in coming Georgia, going to church was one of the things they did uh, a lot. Yeah. Um, so she's great. The I have to point out um, the woman that um, got out of the limo carrying a vibrator. And she she became kind of like one of the, 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 um, I don't know. I guess one of the people in the first episode that pissed a couple people off, she gets out with a vibrator and nobody has done this on this show. And I'm surprised that, that they allowed her to do this, but it kind yeah. of speaks to, to where the show is now. It's, it's very sexual. They don't really hide it anymore. Um, and she just starts like, um, you know, like showing it off to the other ladies. Yeah. She calls it, MJ, uh, for the greatest of all time, everything like Uh, that. James. Yeah. And, and there was a point where this, uh, former, uh, beauty contestant, um, was talking to him and he literally had just asked her, Cause she's like half Puerto Rican or something like, how did your family do with the hurricanes? Like, which again, a, an impressive move. He, yeah. he knows about, uh, current events and stuff. So he asks her and she starts going into this thing <laughs> where she's talking about her, uh, dead, uh, family's neighbors in Puerto Rico yeah, and how hard it yeah, was. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> this chick walks up to her and taps her on the shoulder <laughs> with her vibrator <laughs> Uh, <laughs> says, says could i cut in which, But the vibrator cuts off the puerto rican dead story is
1: the is the, is the vibrator the vibrator chick isn't victoria is it i can't remember
0: no 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 oh. victoria um is 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 my my first impression of Victoria, we call her Queen Victoria, right? She arrives on uh, on one of those things that uh, you would see in like Game of Thrones or whatever where the men are carrying a yeah. throne yeah. Uh, up to him. She steps out and says, I'm Victoria, I'm Queen, I'm Queen Victoria. And she really, she hits on her being a queen a lot, this royal theme, she yeah. loves it. She is like over the top obnoxious, like- she- to me, it's yeah. it, it comes up. My first impression is she's a plant, she, and I do this with like one person every season. But she seems pretty obvious at this point. Jason,
1: Jason, she's ruining this season, and I know this happens every season. But if and based on the previews, she's there. She doesn't leave this week, so she's there next week. It proves my point that she's a plant. She, like she, I don't think he will keep her. The she, producers are keep- yeah. She's. Hey, look, I'm not, I'm not here to shame anybody's appearance. <laughs> All right. I'm not the most handsome, tall, fit guy in the world. All right. I know I'm very flawed. I'm an, I would put myself around a six. I'm an LA six. I give myself a six, maybe a five middle of the road to average. This Victoria is so sloppy. She's, she's not bachelor material and also and she's, she's clearly insane. She's irritating. Every time she comes on the screen, the show gets much worse and everybody that's watching gets bummed out. Nobody wants to see this chick on the show for one more minute. Now what they're, they're employing the, the Corinne model. Here, where they where they send in someone Mm -hmm. that's gonna just gonna mess with everybody and be the villain and she doesn't care and she's gonna tell lies about people and it's gonna be so cute here's the difference corinne that was her name right corinne Mm -hmm. was stunning she was so Correct. hot this was nick vile season and nick vile is a dirty pig we know that so <laughs> he's not going to kick out one of the hottest chicks there if not the hottest chick there just cuz she bugs some of the other girls here's the difference victoria right. isn't that she's just right. the irritating part get rid and of her he doesn't want her there there's no way he wants her there it's it's a work it's a sham and it's ruining the bachelor
0: well and that the point that you just made um, about her attractiveness kind of feeds into my theory that she is a plant because I I don't think she. I think she's going to last a, a few episodes because she's the one that stirs everything up. She's yeah. just, she's the contestant that calls everybody fake and she's just there for Matt and she doesn't yes. care about her relationships with anybody in the house. She makes shit up about one yes. of the, one of the contestants and makes her cry and all this stuff. It's, it looks over the top. It's in, they have one contestant actually saying, um, I didn't. I thought that was a, a, a big act, but maybe I'm thinking she's just crazy or something like that. It's it's one or the other. But she is one of the more obnoxious uh, contestants that we've seen on this show in a she's while. Horrible. Um, it. There. There are some. There are some. some parts that are kind of funny. No. Um. But I. I, I do. I. I kind of get your vibe on that. She's got to um, go. I'm guessing that they, they they placed her right in the middle of that thing. And 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 the problem with the plant is that they have like a real attractive. I don't know who it was on camera. Um, somebody that likes him, somebody they had like an early connection with, that he probably thinks he has a future with. She actually makes the the um, the comment on camera that the longer he keeps Victoria r- around, the less. Respect I have for him. So yeah. literally, if they're planting people, actors in here, they're, they're kind of ruining his chances of yeah. uh, of meeting maybe the, the person that wants to be with them. This
1: absolutely happened on Corinne and Nick Vile season. Now, Nick Vile is a wretched human being, so who cares? But. <laughs> The, the other girls were like, what is this bitch still doing here? And the thing is, she was smoking hot. He wanted right. to have sex with her. That's why she was still there. Yeah. So it made sense to that extent. Mick Vile is, is a very base human being. He's a real piece of shit. So, he, of course, he would keep the hottest girl there. This Matt James... He seems very <laughs> altruistic. He seems very real, and also Victoria, not hot, not in, not in any sense of the world. And here's the, here's where the bachelor, uh, the bachelor producer screw up. They go, we gotta have, we gotta put a crazy chick in there to screw it up. But the thing is, I'm looking at the uh, list of the girls. Anna the copywriter from yep. Chicago she's nuts there's there's pl- gonna be plenty <laughs> of crazy girls there by virtue of the fact that they've chosen to go on a love game show where you're supposed to end up engaged at the end of there's all oh, there's gonna be crazy chicks there for sure you don't need to juice it with this annoying <laughs> victoria chick i'm so irritated with her go on
0: But I mean, just to button it up with with, uh, Queen Victoria, um, she I thought she was just like one of those first night drunks that happens every once in a while. But then they showed in the next episode that she's like that when she wakes up. So I thought it might be chemical, but it's not. Um, But she very much is like that chick that you talk to at a high school party or even like in college or something. Where you're talking to her and you know for sure she she's not listening to a word you're saying. She's just yes. wait. She's just waiting to talk. To talk. Yep. To talk obnoxiously, mm-hmm. no matter what you just said. She mm-hmm. she does non sequiturs and talks about something o- over what you just said. Yeah. That's Victoria. Um. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence. I'm not going to give up on, on her. On the quite fence. That. No. No. I think she might be good TV. Like remember, I was a big fan of Chad. Was it Chad Johnson? Yes. Ocho Cinco. Um, he was probably a plant, too, yeah. and I was a big fan of him because it makes for good TV when you have these people, but I do think she's overdoing it a little bit. Yes, she's um,
1: – Chad, Chad at least seemed – he was an authentic sociopath. He – you know, Chad does porn now. <laughs> he – and I predicted this on the, uh, on the show, yeah. and I will – I maintain this and quote me, put it on a fucking bulletin board. Chad Johnson from The Bachelor will commit a murder.
0: There's, there's, I saw him on a on a on a uh, reality show just recently. That's 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 on right now. Oh, really? Uh, um, I want to say it's on E, and it has something to do with um, trying to find love for celebrities. Or, oh, uh-huh. well, something, he's something he's going to like do it. a murder. We we've already had
1: Chris Souls like of course, did that murder in Iowa. And we didn't know what he predicted. Him doing a murder, the will, Chad Johnson. I've predicted will do a murder, but I want credit. He and it will, and it won't be long. I'd say within the next five years, Chad Johnson from the Bachelor will murder somebody.
0: So this guy, um, he again, he's he's impressive when he when he gets down, sits down with with the ladies. Uh, came off as a little bit coy at first, but I'm really getting to like him. The roast ceremony comes and goes. I honestly couldn't tell you who. Who goes home Same. or who stays? Because Me it's literally a a record number of women. It's too literally many. a record it's number of many. women. So there's just too many people, mm-hmm. right? But but he did. He gave his first impression rose, which is you know a monumental thing during these seasons. His first impression rose to Abigail again. Um, the the person who was born deaf, she's Mm -hmm. a sweetheart. Yep. Uh, They hit it off. So good for him. Good Mm -hmm. for her. They seem like two very kind hearted people. Um, So I don't even remember what, who he sent home or what, but I do remember that Harrison forced the producers to do a comedy bit with the pickup truck um, Uh at the end of the first season. There was a comedy bit, Um, real funny, funny stuff. Uh, And I, I I know, I know for a fact that Matt, Matt's producer, in their private moments is like, you know what? I know that was that was dumb. I, I understand it's a huge waste of time, but we have to do it. But they, they they tell us that we have to do these little comedy bits for Harrison. Yeah. Chris
1: Harrison just wanted to drive that truck and he made a big deal <laughs> that it was a stick. Well, it's Chris, you're 49 years old. Like all of us <laughs> from that generation know how to drive stick. It's was we all probably had a stick shift car for our first car, first couple cars. Like, it's not impressive okay. to anybody but you.
0: So um, the uh, the second episode, quickly, is two one-on-ones and a group date. Now, Harrison makes the point that there is going to be uh, – women in this room that won't go on any date this week because it's a record number of women. Yeah, it's too many. So there's that drama. There's that drama. The, will I have enough time with them? It sucks. It's unfair. Will I have enough time with them? Blah, blah, blah. That drama is already in there. Got that. Uh, Brie is the first person that goes on a one-on-one date. Doesn't seem very interesting to me. Communications manager from San Francisco. They do the four wheeler thing. He almost kills her on the four wheeler in the mud. Um, No, that was very terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. They crashed. They actually
1: crashed. I, I, I actually used to work in this field. I used to I used to work for a foundation that 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 handled this kind of thing. And it's a very, very common way to become paralyzed they there was a point where four wheelers were almost taken off the market because they're so dangerous and that was exactly what happens right there is you they you turn a little too sharp you don't move your body weight and it and it gyros you the other way they're those two people are very lucky to be alive they're even more lucky that they're not quadriplegic right now that was actually terrifying what happened
0: Yeah. And they and by the way, they could have been dealing with internal injuries while they were getting in the hot tub and doing all that shit. It did did look pretty serious, but they were muddy. So they have to they definitely have to wash off in the hot tub. There's a kiss. There's nothing too. uh, it. Brie is pretty unremarkable. I mean, she's an attractive woman, uh, just not very interesting. Um, There weren't wasn't much going on there. Um, and, and in the meantime, Victoria is back at the house mixing shit up. Queen yeah. Victoria. She picks her nemesis, um, this um, the sweet gal that maybe made a comment, maybe didn't. And Victoria goes overboard, says she's a mean bully. And she's she uh, I guess she was a roommate of hers. So she Marilyn. went down and slept on the couch. Yeah. So Mar- this sets up the big drama um, of the episode that I'll get to in a little bit. But I, I could I could say this for a fact. Um, she chooses the wrong person because Marilyn is not the type that's going to fight back and make no, good TV. No. She's going to wither and cry and be Shh. devastated. She apologized to her. Yeah. She
1: didn't do anything. She'd been. The, Victoria told a lie about her to Matt and then treated her like she was a monster and then Matt of course cuz it's the bachelor you can't just go hey both of you come here let's talk about it he's got to go right. in one room and talk to one and then the other room yeah. to talk to another so you never get the whole story and this poor Marilyn is crying because and all the other girls are like I that doesn't sound like Marilyn to me like she's pretty sweet right. like I don't of course she didn't do that but because they they have a they have they have a planted fake contestant there to stir it up. They should be open to a lawsuit because this Maryland person is might be deeply psychologically traumatized by this experience with Victoria, and it was all choreographed by the producers. Fuck the Bachelor and fuck victoria
0: <laughs> and, and by the way, Marilyn um just had a an experience with, had was coming off an experience with Matt like. Uh, Matt again, dude. He he always he seems to always be impressing us with his uh, his kind of wherewithal yeah. and, and and resourcefulness. The guy um, sits down with Marilyn, who's fairly nameless in this entire yeah, thing she so does. far. She's,
1: she if she hadn't gotten this fight with Victoria, she would be right. gone. Yeah. yeah,
0: and 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 he does a he does a real badass move, and he's like, just hold on a second before we start talking. He goes behind the couch. And he pulls out orchids. I guess they had a little exchange when they first met that her favorite flowers were orchids. What? And he remembered that. And her quote was something like, I didn't even know if he would remember my name let alone my favorite. It was such a badass move. Yeah, Obviously yes. that 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 was that was a good thing. And then then the next thing he hears is a c- crazy Queen Victoria in his ear saying that uh, Marilyn's a bully to her and she's toxic, which is the the wrong word to use in like in in any office on any team. Like yeah, if yes. as soon as you throw the word toxic out there then everything has to explode because you have to react to it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that was the big drama of the night, and that was at the uh, rose ceremony. And they never really uh, did the rose ceremony because not only was there the Maryland uh, drama with Queen Victoria, but uh, our gal from uh, San Diego with their, father, or with their sick father – she had some kind of a medical experience where she fainted, and they brought the paramedics in and yeah. shit. Yeah, these uh, these
1: these shoots go a long time, and they're drinking champagne. I think she, that's it. She I probably hadn't it, yeah. eaten, and it's yep. not like this isn't like an attention getting thing because we've seen people no. fake medical emergencies for te- attention on these shows before. She had a rose. She had the one on one date, and it was the last one on one date. So I'm, I was kind of like, oh, he's like they're setting her up to get sent home and then it was a really good date she's really cute they definitely connected so she i mean she didn't even drop the rose she um you know she had she had a spell and she had a spell they're playing it, it for she drama say,
0: she said on camera that that she was so like uh, it, it, it was so off-putting to see the drama between Marilyn and Victoria that she she was overtaken. I think you're right. It's more of like a they started that thing at probably nine o'clock. She didn't have dinner and she's drinking and lightheaded, uh, but they make a big dramatic thing out of it and they leave us with the cliffhanger that the paramedics arrive. So we'll 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 button that up next week. But yeah. I, I have to get into the group date before we go. The, okay. The group date. Um, had a ton of oh, women, the, obviously. The wedding dresses, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, they they had to um, they had to think of a reason to bring the photographer Franco back. Yeah, I thought um, he looked who, familiar. <laughs> yeah. He was the one that yeah. took the wedding pictures of Tasha and and the person that she eventually chose, Zach. He was the one that took the the wedding pictures of them at La Quinta. Yeah. And you and I have talked about this, like taking wedding pictures as a date is a fucking weird thing to do on a date because all these people have this have this like thing, you know, this idealistic thing where they're going to get married at the end. And and then you do kind of a cruel thing and take like wedding pictures with them, which seems to be kind of a. I don't know. It seems to be a little well, whatever it is. But um, so, of course, Chris Harrison, uh, who's under contract to be on the camera more um, after they take a couple wedding pictures and do a couple kissing on camera or whatever, before all the ladies could get her time with uh, with Matt, you know, they all put on their wedding dresses and everything. Harrison comes in and says, we're going to stop everything right now and we're going to do an activity like a sport, a competition. Um, which is typically done on this show, they do a physical activity and the winners get time with Matt at the dinner afterwards and the losers have to go back to the hotel. So it's going to be this feisty uh, fight to the finish. And I'm going to ask you because I had, I watched it twice because I said, maybe I'm missing something. Uh, I need you to tell me what the competition was and what the objective was.
1: Fast-forwarded right through it. I don't, it was like a capture the flag type of thing,
0: right? It was. I think so. I, I, I honestly don't know. So maybe our, our our um Faye or somebody could let let me know what the objective of the game was because I had no idea. They were they were given paint to yeah. throw at each other, yeah. and then someone ran across a finish line at some point, and they all won. And, but, but it was kind of really people tackling each other and doing all this like physical shit. And of course you have that dynamic where you just got your ass kicked on the field and then they tell you, you're going back to the room and you can't get time with Matt, which is instant drama. Yeah,
1: it was. People tried, people were like, I tried at that and I didn't get it. I don't know. Was anyone declared the greatest bride athlete in bachelor history? Cause we, History because we did <laughs> a couple seasons ago. One girl was declared the greatest athlete in Bachelor history because they did like a field day type of event with like eight
0: chicks, <laughs> and she was yeah. she was the best bachelorette yeah. or bachelor contest in the history Good of history. the show yeah. because she beat six other women. Right? Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. So, it, but there was he did choose Mari who is the um, kind of snooty beauty queen you could tell that she she's like really buttoned up and you could tell she she really cares about her presentation and she was actually on the team that lost but he chose her as the the person that impressed him the most yes. on the field that yeah, day, so yeah. she, got accept- she got the exception.
1: Mari's Mari's um, pretty attractive. She has adopted the Kardashian look, which is very yes. popular these days. She's got the hair, the butt, the whole thing. Um, yeah, she did well in that.
0: But she, you can tell that she's very um, concerned about the way she presents herself and in the way she talks. You know, she's calculating, measuring every single word. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of funny when the vibrator chick and Victoria fuck with her because she's she doesn't quite it kind of throws her off her axis a little bit. So yeah. that, that's going to be fun to watch. Um, now, um, the queen did get time with Matt uh, that night and uh, she walked away and said on camera, um, I haven't been that deep with a guy in a long time wow. when it was just her talking over him and not listening, but just kind of waiting to talk. And, the, and they got deep, I guess. Um, by the way, he did what I think you're supposed to do. Remember last season we made the comment that Tasha, Tasha, kind of went old school when she would choose to which person on the group date to give the rose to and that she would start talking to one person about how great they were, yeah. then a second one. Yeah. But the one that really impressed me today was a third one. It kind of uh, threw everybody off he he literally just he he got the rose and he asked one of the women to come with him and he had a private moment with them so i don't think that makes for the greatest of tv mm. i think the the producers want to see drama and the others react and be catty but if he is sincere and legit this is how you handle it and he went and he told them he told her personally he was very sincere gave her the rose and then the other women weren't like confronted with his awkwardness that they just didn't get the rose. So him being respectful, doesn't necessarily make good, for good for good TV, that's true. but, uh, but it's a, a respectful thing to do. And I think that's maybe the balance that we're going to have to be walking all season is that I think this guy does think he could find the women of his dreams. And he's a really sincere, good guy, which yeah. is good for them for the casting. And he happens to be black, yeah. uh, which is perfect for the moment. And You know, but if he's one of these guys that, you know, isn't going to cause a lot of drama, that just means they need to introduce a lot of drama.
1: Um, Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. Do you do you want to give us your top three at this point?
0: All right. Um, I mean, coming Georgia is is uh, the best looking Rachel, And I think he's into her, too. So, Rachel, I agree. Um. And again, I want I want the sportscaster or the the newscaster uh, from San Diego to win, Sarah. but I definitely don't want her to miss her, her father's agreed. final day. But agreed. But, but I'll put her in the top three right now. Um, and oh, the um, there was one that was like really really smoking hot. Um, but anyways, no, th- I think the third person I'm going to choose is the person that brought the the pickup. Truck, he's really into her. He's she's from mm-hmm. North Carolina, she kind of speaks his language, uh, and you know, kind of the, the, the southern thing going on. Kayla, I
1: think her name. Kayla, is it
0: Kayla? Okay, yeah. so I'll, I'll get I'll, I'll put those three in the final three at this point.
1: Um, I'm with you on Rachel and Sarah, and I'll be honest, I just have not, there's just too many of them there at this point. Um, I am, I like Rachel, what, I like.
2: What do you
0: think of uh, Amber uh, from Costa Mesa? Uh, All right. You you looking at the uh, cast list right yeah, now? Yeah,
1: I like her. I also happen to be from Costa Mesa, so
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because like she, she she's kind of getting the shit end of the stick. He doesn't yeah. seem to. Yeah, she has, hasn't he hasn't given her any time, and she's kind of a yeah. she gets real sensitive to that. So I think she does, she's not long for the show. Yes, but I was wondering what you thought being from Costa Mesa and yes. Amber. Uh, 15 years you're younger uh, being from Costa Boy, Mesa. Boy, you're just putting a lot of stuff on Front Street here, Jason. Uh, Yeah, Amber,
1: I like. I like Amber <laughs> quite a bit. I like people from Costa Mesa. I'll be honest. I'm low-key into MJ, the hairstylist from Hudson, Ohio. I've had great success with hairstylists from Ohio. And this is... <laughs>
0: This is uh, now, now when you when you said when you said MJ, yeah. I thought you said you were low key into MJ, the vibrator like yeah. you want You want the vibrator for your personal. Use Who to. brought that is the I think the vibrator girl might have got sent home. No, 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 no. She's uh, she was one of the girls crying oh. because, quote unquote, the drama with Victoria. Yeah. And uh, Marilyn took time away from her. Is it Katie? So she actually It's got Katie.
1: Emotional. It's
0: Katie. Um, yeah, that's her. Katie the, yeah, from in Washington.
1: See. You know who I guarantee you is not going to win is, um, Kit, the frowny girl who's simply there. She's 21 <laughs> and she basically should just have her Instagram handle and her hashtags on whatever article of clothing she's wearing because there's never been that. Someone more obviously there to promote themselves and their brand than Kit.
0: Yeah, and she's been really judgy too. Yeah, she's, she's very she, judgy. She's uh, snooty, judgy chick. Yes,
1: yes. Those are not my favorite. I have some experience and she, with
0: them. And as she well. had a, She says Kit is an acronym, uh, and Keep I'm trying touch. to look up. Is that what it is? I don't know. Sometimes. Oh, it, Anyways, give me your third uh, chick, and I'll I'll look up what she says Kit is. I like Mari. I know that that just could be – or
1: Lauren, the corporate attorney, I think is very cute, and he's very into her. The only thing is – and this could be a producer thing. It's she always leads with the fact that she's a lawyer.
0: (laughs) I don't know if she was the one who did it. She did. But her – her limo entrance was so cheesy. Yeah. And she's real proud of it. Yeah. She says something like, "The verdict is in and you are guilty of being smoking hot." Yeah, but I
1: think she and but I think she had a um, she had a packaged thing at the, on the first episode where they were like in her hometown or they might've been in her hotel room or something. And she was like laying out clothes and she's like, you know, in, in my line of work, we always have to be so buttoned up and saying the wrong thing could get us in real trouble. And really, I just like to let my hair down and and let myself go. That means she's a total freak. That means you got to keep her around for the end because (laughs) she's, she's hiding her real self most of her life and she wants to let it out. And if you're the kind of guy that can get her to let
0: it out, you can benefit from that. That's all I'm saying. You can tell that he's into her. You can yeah, tell she's that he's, cute. he's way into So her. she's my um, third.
1: I got Rachel, Sarah and Lauren. Lauren is my
0: third. Okay. So we're on record there. The, uh, kit just for, um, as we wrap this up, kit pulled up in a Bentley. Yeah. She's 21, 21. And, um, didn't really explain what the Bentley was. I guess Man. I want to arrive in class or something. And she says to him, kit stands for keep in touch. Um, yeah, it does. Um, Kit can surf in high heels. That's
1: a lie. Um, Kit is the first to admit she has a horrible RBF. Jason, are you familiar with the acronym hey! RBF?
0: What? Yes. Yeah, re- re- resting bitch
1: face. Resting bitch face. Correct. Um, yeah, she's there. She does have that, by the way, where she's just like her mouth. She kind of has yeah. a downturn mouth. And so, she, Yeah.
0: Bitch. Maybe because she really is a bitch. Could, be. Like Could she, be. She comes off very judgy.
1: Yeah, not not a fan of hers um, very much at all. Okay, let's do this. Let's check in with our buddy. I believe this is our buddy, David. He's left us a voicemail. He's got thoughts on this season. David, what's up?
2: Brian, what's up, Stu? This is for the Bachelor uh, Lifestyle. Uh, guys, I got to admit, I cannot. I tried to watch last night's episode for the first time ever since uh, reality TV started covering the show, uh, Jason Mesnick, I, I can't do it. I can't get through it. It's too boring. It's too shitty. Um, so I'm going to have to rely on you guys for the recaps. But uh,
1: By the way, not an uncommon refrain that we get from the listeners of this show. You're, right. you're many, many people. Do not that listen to the show. Do not watch The Bachelor. And I would encourage them not to. It's a horrible
0: show. He's right. There's a I mean, I there's a lot it. of fast. Oh, there's a lot of fast forwarding. Um, oh, yeah. Bachelor. Bachelor demands a lot of your time. It's too much. And I think people get resentful of that if they're not all in yes. the mid the Midwest housewives that are. um you know that are have basically afforded Reality Steve a, a living. Yep. Uh, they love it. They they, get, it. they can't have enough hours in the week of Bachelor. Mm-hmm. But if you're just kind of a peripheral interest person on in the show, that's a lot of time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because it's at the La Quinta, same place. My work puts me up at when I have to go for a shitty work meeting, or that's where they put me. So I don't know if it's that or. Oh.
1: He's, this is from, this is supposed to be an old voicemail. He's talking about the last bachelor. Wait, what? He's talking about the bachelorette. I just realized this is from December 23rd.
2: Let's, let's hear about Okay. She's boring. I didn't even see Claire finish. So I'm just going to listen to you guys. But also Brian question is like, you talk about you guys are your favorite Bob Guinea. I know who that is with the curly hair, big guy, funny, um, and then the fisherman brought Byron Velvic, yeah. the bass fisherman. Yeah. So which guy, like you talk about two that you would like to be like, or not that you'd like to be like that did the best. So um, who is it? Who, who has the record? Um, who, who bags the most legal tail? <laughs> literally like who, who holds the record? Velvic or skinny? Cause I'm confused. Both are good looking dudes. Both are the older guys. So, I I can't tell which one is your favorite or which one did the best, but guys, I'm going to keep listening to you. Have a Merry Christmas. And please uh, clear up that confusion on me on Guinea and Velvet, the fisherman. Who got the most asked? I need to know. And uh, take care, guys. And again, hopefully I'll see you in Vegas. Brian, make your way out there, please, if Steve has the party. Take care, guys. See
1: you. Okay. Thank you for that, David. Let me clear that up. Byron (laughs) Bell, Byron Velvic is my favorite bachelor. They did one season and this was early on. He might've been like bachelor number four. They did one season where they skewed a little older and I'm, I'm encouraging them to try this again, where it's like people have a little bit of, have lived a little bit of a life, you know, all these, these, there's hardly any of these chicks are over the age of 24 or 25. Right. You don't know shit at that age. You have not lived long enough. So one season early on, they did a season where the bachelor was this dude called Byron Velvick. He was a bass fisherman professional from Florida. He was gorgeous. And he was like 40 and all the chicks were like 39 and they get all wind up and yell at each other. And he was just a smooth dude. And he ended up, I don't know if he got married to the chick he picked, but they didn't, they didn't last. There, were, there ended up being some domestic violence on her part, I believe, in the relationship. The police were called. They lived in the Tampa area. It was what you'd expect. Now, and I believe Byron um, hosts or analyzes for when they do bass fishing on ESPN. So he parlayed it into a little bit of a career. Bob Guinea, supposedly, and I don't know this. I don't know from Adam. But the rumor is that Bob Guinea sexed the, he holds the record for sexing the most contestants during the season. And that record is six. Six of the then probably 18 girls that came on the show had sex with Bob Guinea at one point or another. So you know that's the difference.
0: Steve. Reality, Steve knows, but I mean, he's got a brand. Yeah. And it's not it's not it's not a good look for him to admit these things. No, he knows for sure no, what the numbers are of each contestant. I think he's confirmed the rumor. I don't know if he knows oh, he the has. numbers.
1: Okay. He doesn't know. He doesn't know the numbers. No one knows the numbers <laughs> except for the two people, right? But he he definitely knows the he's I think I believe he's confirmed that rumor on this show. Uh, all right, Stu, excellent job. We had some technical difficulties that I will try to correct and post. But we got it done. It was real fun to talk about it. Much more fun than watching the show is talking about it with my good friend, Jason Stewart. You do a
2: fantastic job. Yep.
0: I I need to thank our listeners for your patience. Um, What happened last week was uh, unprecedented, literally, in the history history of our country. Something happened to this (laughs) country that has never happened before. We just didn't – I didn't have it in me to start talking about these – these people on a on a real cheesy uh, contestant show Understood. so I appreciate the patience for yes, the week I, I appreciate that I appreciate it and I
1: defer to you and it was the right call to, to suspend production for that night but we will get back at it next week for sure for Jason Stewart my name is Brian Agnes. this has been Bachelor Lifestyle from the i see you next time
0: I'll see you next time we falling in love. We chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub.
2: We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toastin' champagne, we got 32 girls. Who gets to hometown? And who's the most hated? Who had the best date? And who's getting eliminated?
1: We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, logged on to reality TV. So
0: it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. it's the ball of lifestyle we living in it's the lifestyle we living in it's the ball of lifestyle,
2: lifestyle. what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and
1: tortillas
0: hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving